listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, I hope that you're doing very well. We're just on the other side of the Pisces full moon, which was super potent and still very much in the influence of it. So hopefully you were able to tap into your connection to the otherworldly things that Pisces energy can bring through our divine essence and our connection to the cosmos and our ability to tap into otherworldly sources of information, you know, fun stuff like that. Lightworker fun stuff comes through with the Pisces full moon. The moon did have kind of, you know, there was challenges for the full moon, especially the Neptunian energy that was overly potent. So keep that in mind. Neptune and Pisces can tend to be very, um, like hard, they, they can, it's, it can be very illusory and, and you have a hard time seeing through the fog. So things aren't exactly clear. So it can lead you to make decisions. Like if you, if you're like feeling like you need to make a decision when Neptunian energies are strong, just know that you you might not be making the right decision because you can't you don't have all the facts. It's kind of like when Mercury grows retrograde, we don't have all the information we actually need to go forward. So when we try to go forward, there can be a lot of snafus and things that get in our way. And it's kind of similar in a way with the Neptunian energy. So keep your eyes open for where you may have been deceived, where you may be deceptive, where, you know, just all the facts aren't there or there's some sort of like fog or miscommunication or something kind of getting in the way of the truth in some way. Keep an eye out for that. There was a lovely Mercury-Jupiter trine for that moon yesterday. We're still feeling it really. And it gives us the ability to have kind of higher thoughts and be able to seek the truth and find the truth and seek justice. So if, if you're feeling like something has been unjust, there's, there's likely to be a lot of breakthroughs with that energy, which is pretty cool. So luck can come to you, maybe mentors or somebody that brings you new information, kind of lucky breakthroughs in communication and lucky breaks and just Jupiter can be lovely. And oftentimes if information, Mercury, comes to us through the Jupiter energy in the trine, it can change our perception. And often all you need to do to change your reality is change your perception of your reality. So that's the kind of lucky stuff that we have here in this full moon chart. I actually recorded the full moon, the Pisces full moon thing, and I kept having all these, like we're a week away from Mercury retrograde, so the shadow period begins and can start to like create the Mercury retrograde stuff even earlier and that's totally what I was experiencing yesterday. It was super frustrating because I got the podcast done and then when I put it into the editing software it just sort of started to break it up and I couldn't find the pieces and I had to go back and find new pieces and it was just very disheartening and finally when I went to export it after getting it completely done it was gone and I couldn't find it. So I thought instead of really hash over the Pisces full moon, we'll do this podcast and focus on the equinox, which is very powerful. It's one of the potent PowerPoints of the year. So it's a cardinal energy, which is an action-taking energy. 
and the sun moves into Libra exactly at 3.21 p.m. Eastern on September 22nd. That chart, when you, when you look at it, you can kind of see what's going to happen for the next three months, which gives you kind of an insight into the season ahead. It's also the time of year that things are in balance. It's the harvesting time of year too, where you can kind of see what, what you've made of what you wanted for the last, you know, from the season before or even the last two seasons before. So it is a time to like seek balance and seek justice and seek, you know, like if you feel like you're in an, an unjust situation or things aren't fair, maybe in your relationships, which I guess usually where fairness kind of shows up, then it's a really important thing to seek to make that balance. Because if a, if a situation isn't balanced, then it will end up just turning bad, right? There'll be resentment and all kinds of stuff that are not good for relationships. So this Libra energy does help us to focus on our relationships and like shoring up our connections to other people. And and we need that. We need to have connections to other people because it strengthens us and makes us feel, you know, loved and supported. And I mean, obviously you need to find the right people. <laughs> you don't, not everyone is going to make you feel loved and supported. In fact, people being real shitty to you may have taught you to find people who are loving and supportive. So that's kind of the opportunity with the Libra energy too, is to focus on making sure that the people around you are, are supportive and loving and that you are also supportive and loving to the people around you. There is a tricky um, bit of energy with this equinox chart. There is um, a square between Mercury and Pluto. That gives like a challenge to, I guess, you know, if what we think is true, there can be like all of a sudden this sort of, like desire to dive deeper or to do digging or maybe someone else will do that for you and and like excavate information that you need to give you it can be a time when you know repressed memories surface or um you know you find information out that you didn't know before so that it helps you know like if let's say you have a secret enemy or someone who talks behind your back or doesn't or doesn't have your back and you don't realize this suddenly something might occur to to become aware of this. There's a real sort of investigational energy with Pluto and Mercury together. So really even like diving into the esoteric reasons for things or quantum physics or kind of really, you know, deeper, more magical ways of thinking are possible. So, you know, perhaps this square, squares are difficult, right? They're like, they challenge us, they force us to grow which is not always fun. It's like, it's like having, you know, uh, I'm trying not to say you know so much. So, you know, I'm going to keep that up. I'm going to try. So it's like having a sliver in your finger or a rock in your shoe or a wedgie. You just can't leave those things there. You need to pull them out. You need to like make sure that you just can't go on like that. It'll drive you crazy. Squares are kind of like that. And they force growth, but they can be difficult, right? They can be Sometimes they can be deal breakers. Like if you have a square in your relationship chart with some somebody, sometimes it can't be overcome. And that's unfortunate. But, it, you know, life is short, so just let go of what's not working. That's totally what, what's been coming to me lately is that don't hang on so tight because if you can just let go of what's 
like trying to release itself from you or causing you trouble, then you can open up to, to the people and the situations that are more supportive to you. So with the equinox, it's a great time to write down your goals. What do you want to accomplish? What relationship goals do you have? What do you need to let go of? Who do you need to let go of? What do you need to create to be happy? And also, you know, during this time, it's a pretty crazy time we're in, I'm sure you'll agree. And I think that it's important to be prepared for whatever turn of events might be coming. So just tune into your higher self as often as possible to know what do I need? What do I need to be prepared? Ask yourself, am I prepared? And who knows even what you need to be prepared for, but your higher self will know. And so just keep turning within and asking yourself, what do I need? I keep getting impulse to like make sure that I've stocked the cupboards up and make sure, you know, that that if we couldn't go grocery shopping or something, that we have enough food to, to be happy. And I get like little impulse ideas, you know, kind of all the time now about, oh, see, that'll come in handy when you can't look at the internet anymore. And I have this like bizarre collection of like books that I always thought, well, if, if, if everything ends, like, and everyone would laugh at me if everything ends, I'm like, I'll be able to do, I have a veterinarian medicine book and, and the, the, the Grey's Anatomy book and things like just in case I guess I needed to do surgery or something. Just weird books that I felt also like homesteading books and how to identify all the herbs and, and natural things in the environment to live off of and, you know, all the astrology books you could imagine just in case I'm the only one that has these books and I have to keep astrology alive. Really weird. I suspect that I was probably in... Um, like some kind of end of the world scenario in a few lifetimes. So it's what's going on in the world right now is highly triggering for me in that. And so suddenly I feel very much impulse to prepare and to be careful. Even even like thinking of like, where will I run and hide? Probably had like maybe a, a Germany and Nazi Germany lifetime because there's a lot going on in today's world that makes me think of what went down when all of those... Jewish people were taken to be exterminated and it kind of feels like that's what's happening again. So it's anxiety producing if you're empathic, empathic or, you know, tend to work in the psychic realms, you perhaps are feeling a similar thing. So it's a lot. I, I, I know. And all we can really do is prepare. And at this point, I guess, too, I've realized that there is like you can't just keep trying to warn people anymore because... I'm sure just like me, you'll find that it's a useless endeavor. <laughs> There's really no point in trying to, even though that's sad and difficult and, and just like, oh, God, like gutting. It's true. So what you need to do is focus on what you need to do to keep everything balanced and happy in your own life. Like, for instance, I just got the, the impulse that, oh, I need to get more of this really delicious bouillon that I get. It's organic and it doesn't have any weird like MSG or anything in it. And I thought, if I have that all stocked up, I'll always be able to have like delicious soup. I won't feel like I'm, you know, suffering or missing things. So just stuff like that. What do you need? What, what clothes do you need? What supplies do you need to, just in case you need to, make it on your own in the world? Somehow this seems important right now. So I thought I would share that. The Equinox too. it does have like a blessing energy from Jupiter. So perhaps that is bringing us 
maybe like the truth and maybe mentors. That one I really like, the idea of mentors. I did this most amazing workshop this weekend and I felt so grateful to have known about it. My sister has a herd of horses and she is learning through this this woman not far from where I am to do equine therapy and help people heal through their connection to horses. And so through her, I, I learned about the, this lady, Sandra, who has this business called Chiron's Way. And they were happen, happening to hold the very first Chiron workshop. So it was like two days of like really deep diving, healing, just kind of rituals and processes. And you get you know, you find what's wrong or what you need to heal and bring it up. And then you go into the ring with the horses and the horses communicate to you and, and connect to what you're trying to heal. And, and really, oh my gosh, it was so transformative. I felt so blessed, especially because I'm in the middle of my Chiron return and there's so much pain surfacing and difficult emotional stuff that I'm dealing with that to be able to go and there was a group of like seven of us and it it was so healing and I just feel so grateful. I just like, what a magical thing. I'm in the middle of my Chiron return. My whole life is like all about Chiron. My middle name is Cry. And, but now I'm, I was able to go to this, like I was taken to the horse named Chiron and it's just really magical. And so I feel, I really do feel transformed inside. And th these wonderful like ladies, these wonderful mentor ladies, Dr. Sharon and Sandra and all the women that participated, really like we're there to like witness you as a soul and help you to feel heard and to process your pain which is often I think kind of all we need to get through and past what's what's hard for us is to just be acknowledged but there was so many magical things there was a red-headed woodpecker that showed up there was there was chickadees and hummingbirds and a crow and a condor. Like, oh my goodness, it was magic. And it was the Pisces energy. I was just so, like, fortunate. So any kind of seeking of mentorship with the Jupiter energy could be very helpful to you and very healing. So, you know, seek someone wise. Seek someone who, who knows... You know, even astrology can be a wonderful mentor to you because there's so much information that can be gleaned from your birth chart that can be so healing to know. Like just to understand that you're going through your Chiron return makes an, like a very difficult process endurable because you're like, okay, well, bye. Unfortunately, mine isn't until October 22 when it's over, but or no, not even, yeah, October 2022. So that's like over a year I still have to go through it, but it's helpful that I know that, you know, it's not going to be this never ending thing. And I already feel better. So knowing what you've got going on in your chart can just be life changing and supportive. Any kind of therapy that you seek, Jupiter will help you, you know, especially knowledge and, and things that will help with your belief system or and instilling beliefs that are helpful instead of hindering would be really important, which can which can totally happen. You do have to seek it out, though, you can't just not do something it's not going to just fall in your lap with the sextile you need to take advantage of the the opportunity sometimes like with trines opportunities will fall in your lap and you're like oh i won the lottery or oh my record got produced or oh there's like just some sort of pre-blessing that comes in with the trine but with the sextile you have to actually activate the energy by seeking it so it's not a good 
time to be lazy, <laughs> ultimately, even though it is a good time to go within because we're, we're turning, you know, it's the autumn equinox. So go within and, and shore up your energies is really important. Seeking truth, seeking fairness and peace and justice are all really important. But with the Plutonian energy so much connected to this, deep diving is essential. Like you definitely need to excavate, dig it up, figure out what's in there, figure out what's wrong, figure out, you know, like the doctor, I, wa I listened to this doctor who, this German doctor who's been looking at blood samples under the microscope. That's that kind of thing. She's been looking at the blood samples of, I think she said she's done 60 or 70 samples of people who have had the injection and how it's changed their blood. And it's, that's the kind of, if we can't look under the microscope, then we don't really know what's going on. So it was really interesting to see what she discovered and, and how and how the blood has changed and and what has, you know, what, what it looks like now. There's, there's inorganic particles in there that shouldn't be there, all kinds of interesting stuff. So uh, maybe I'll actually leave that in the show notes if somebody wants to have a look and see that video, just in case you're curious. That's kind of a Plutonian thing. Look under the microscope, see what's really going on down there. Dig, 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 look for answers like seek the truth. Often Pluto will just shock you into knowing the truth. And right after the equinox the next day, there's an opposition between Venus and Uranus. So there's some sort of maybe threat to our, like not necessarily a threat, but like some sort of shakeup to what we value. Maybe some new information will like kind of lightning flash down or you'll get a download Uranus ruler of Aquarius loves to deliver downloads of information, which is often why Aquarians seem so um, like psychic and genius is because they get these downloads and like whole concepts of information will suddenly land in their heads and they know stuff. So lots of signs get that, but Aquarius is ruled by um, Uranus and that's one of its special little things. So it could just be that new information comes or Venus is really what we value. It can relate to relationships and how we relate and money and beauty and sort of the luxury things in life. And Uranus is like change and forward movement and bust up the status quo. Often Aquarians are, are like kind of relationship or like intimate relationship adverse because they don't want anything to stifle their individuality, which, you know, a lot of people can get lost in their relationship. So it's an energy where you might feel like you need to break away or be able to assert your individuality in some way, which we're all here to do, right? We all need to be our individual selves. And, and then as we kind of fuse resources with others, even, even just our connection and our relationship, then we bring, you know, we're, mo we're more together than, what is that? We're more than the sum of our parts. Yeah, like the group is more than the sum of the parts kind of thing. So that is something to keep in mind that we do need each other, but we also need to be our individual selves. We're like each a point of light in the universe. So keep that in mind. There is also a, like an opposition to Mercury during the equinox. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on that it's almost like the, the cosmos is, is, it's really like I think a battle between the dark and the light or the truth and the lies or you know all those renditions of of kind of 
good and bad. Like there's a big, a big battle going on. And I think you can see it kind of displayed in the astrology of right now. And we're coming up to through um, Mercury retrograde will be happening next week. So we're already and I know I experienced that firsthand with the podcast and how difficult that that process was. So just be aware that things might take more time, you might need to have more patience. It's not necessarily a charging ahead energy, but it's definitely um, where you are working to keep balance and to kind of honor the season and be very careful with your health right now because often the change of seasons are when we become more vulnerable. So we can be more vulnerable. That's why people, you know, colds and flus circulate. Remember when there was just colds and flus in the world and you could get a cough and it didn't mean like that you might die in the hospital? That's like the time of year it is. So it's likely that we'll get, you know, we're more prone to that. So if you don't want to get a cold or a flu or in Chinese medicine, a wind invasion, then you need to make sure that you keep your ankles covered. You don't expose your neck or your head when you're outside in in the elements, unless it's a perfectly still and sunny day. You don't want to like get your head in the wind or get it wet, or it just sort of opens you up to these invasions wind invasions so you don't want that and if you can keep yourself cozy and all taken care of and and snug as a bug then you don't have to worry so much about your health because you know you're taking care of it also obviously you want to turn to more nourishing foods and stay away from like now's not the time for smoothies and cold things or even even raw vegetables are very hard on the system when you're going through well I guess if it depends on where you are in the world of course but in the northern hemisphere where things are getting cold and where I am damp you don't want to be eating cold damp food because that just puts an extra stress on your body so broths and you know veggies and root veggies and you know kale and greens and stuff too but like cook everything into soups and stews and ginger is really helping to fortify or maybe like you could make yourself some like gluten-free ginger snaps or something to to give yourself what you need. The cinnamon is really good. Just like, you know, take care of sweet you because that's what we need to do. We need to take care of ourselves. And then we don't have to worry about our health and we're we know we're taking care of things. Do, you know, walking and tai chi or qigong or whatever you do dancing pilates my hubby and i have been doing pilates together and i always have tried to get him to do pilates and he's like not into it because it's kind of i don't know girly i think that guys think pilates is girly maybe but he started to get this sore back and he's always mountain biking and like kind of really hard exercising like riding a bike uphill like oh my god I would never want to ride a bike uphill. That would seem like a nightmare to me. But he likes doing it. So the Pilates seemed kind of like boring, I guess. But when he started to have this back thing go on, he was open to doing the Pilates. So we've been doing it together. We're like up to our 10th session. And it's so awesome to have him as my like partner to do Pilates. It's very motivating. And he's totally feeling a change. And and I'm feeling a change. It does make you feel so much more physically aligned which the goal of pilates is uniform development and if you like walk and look around in a store or watch people in public you'll notice that very few people are uniformly developed there's always some sort of often there's some sort of like you know maybe there's like a a weird way that the hips move or the head tilts funny or i think just our body habits 
kind of misalign us. So Pilates is a good way to train yourself to be aligned and be in your power. It feels good to be strong. I mean, obviously we want to be strong, right? Especially if we have to head for the hills, we're going to want to be strong. (laughs) It's important. So do whatever you can to shore up your health during the, the equinox. Make it a goal to take care of your health. Make it a goal to to do some sort of movement exercise that will help circulate your energy and keep you strong and you know and also seek out companionship because it really is just such a lovely thing to have to have friends and to have people who you know like see the world from your perspective it's it's great when you get to have the mere challenge with the people who don't see the world from your perspective but it's exhausting it's better and and a blessing to find like-minded companions I think like that's what I've always found so with this equinox just really get in touch with what you need write down your goals write down your needs Write down how they're not being met and how they can be met. And write down how you can meet your own needs too. And then perhaps how you can be there to meet the needs of others as well. Because it's not all about us, right? And, and when it is, that our relationships don't go so well. So, you know, figure out what you have to offer the relationships that you're in so that you create the balance of Libra. And then the gifts of harmony and... And feeling, you know, enjoying the beauty of the world and the finer things in life start to manifest from the Libra energy. But there could be, you know, there is a lot going on in the cosmos and we could really be experiencing like triggers right now. So just just be aware of that, that there could be things that are triggering you emotionally. And that's difficult because you want to be able to let your emotions out, but you also don't want to, you know, irritate your family, <laughs> like, like I've been doing, letting my emotions out lately. So it's a real fine balance between, like, being able to express yourself honestly and openly, but also with respect to what other people need and, and need, what are their boundaries. So I've been, that's what I've been learning lately, is that I need to be more respectful of when people don't like actually care or want to look or whatever and just be okay with that instead of feel like I'm on a crusade to to you know save everybody from the camps or whatever which could just very well be a past life thing that's surfacing for me but it does really seem you've got to admit sort of reminiscent now of what went on then at least to me so anywho I hope that you're able to handle that well, I know a lot of people are feeling frustrated and unheard and there's a lot of division in the world, but I really believe that division is being manufactured. So remember that and I'll try to remember that too because driving us apart isn't going to get us anywhere. It, we definitely need to, you know, harmonize and, and for the greater good of all. And I wish I could like take down every single news station that exists and just like eliminate that from our reality so that we could get on with living our lives without being manipulated it would be wouldn't that just be lovely if that was possible but for this equinox when everything is in balance come into your heart and you know breathe into your heart whenever you're scared or anxious or confused or you don't know which way to go or what to do just come to the center point and breathe in Let's do it right now. Let's take three deep breaths. 
One more. No, two more. It's supposed to be really important to make the sighing noise because it, it puts you, it opens up your heart energy through your throat and allows you to be able to, to speak from your heart, which, oh my goodness, do we all need to do so that we can be happy and healthy and balanced. So just be the point of light that you came here to be. We totally got this. We wouldn't have come here now if we didn't come for a reason. So just keep that in mind when it all seems too crazy that we're here for a reason and that we're here to be who we are and to shine our light and to be our truth and to connect honestly with other people. And the right people for us will see who we are and they'll connect honestly with their hearts to our hearts. And it will just be so wonderful. So just be your, be yourself. That's just, I know, that's like such a, it's almost a cliche, but it's so true. Come from the heart and be yourself. Be the lovely light that you are. And I will be my lovely light self. And together we're all connected and we're not alone. Even though it feels sometimes like we're alone. We're not alone. So that's it for the equinox. I hope that you have a most beautiful day and that you stay calm and happy and healthy and feel so, so loved. Thank you so much for listening. 